0: Welcome to The Walls and Beyond with Jimmy C. and Isaac. This is a podcast where we delve into the everyday, ongoing, within the prison institutions and individuals' behaviors and choices. I am your host, Jimmy C. Gardner. And I am accompanied with my friend and co-host, Isaac. I'll tell you like this. We are delighted to share our experiences and testimonies of survival in one of the most dangerous prisons within America. Isaac and I will take a look back at some of our most memorable and highlighted moments within the walls. Absolutely. Now let's begin by saying what the phrase the walls mean. So Isaac, what, what, what does the walls mean to you, man?
1: Well, Jimmy, see the walls meant a 50 foot high brick wall. Um, that kept all of us on the inside and away from society. The walls meant that uh, freedom was taken away, and the walls meant that uh, for me, it'd be a long time before I'll have my freedom back. So, uh, family, loved ones was all behind that wall, and to get to the other side, I had to get you know get myself together and prepare my mind for what's be- to behold me.
0: No doubt, no doubt. To me, to me. Um you know, the walls to me meant, you know, this is a a, a big dungeon, man, that was built in the early 19th century. And this big dungeon was a place where individuals went in and majority of the time they didn't come out. This was a place where, where there were horrific uh, deaths and killings and, you know, things of that sort. And and it it was just a, a place where there was a lot of just danger It's to me. It's just dangerous and, and, and just very, very violent. That was my memories of what the walls mean, man. And, uh, I'll tell you like this, yeah. I I think, you know, to me the it was like that name came about as just eerie and dark, you know, it was like, uh, man, you're going into a real dark, gloomy place. And, uh, when I first went in that, that first day, it was, it was just, just really gloomy. How, how about you? When you first went in, what was what was that first day like going
1: in them walls? My first day going there and seeing this castle built in the 1800s and realizing uh, what is going on here. Um, this One of the CEOs told me, uh, he said, Isaac, uh, you welcome to the second worst ranked penitentiary in the United States. And I knew then reality has set in.
0: Right, right. And and, and of course, you know, I had this feeling, man, like, man, these people done put me off in behind this dungeon, you know, I'm innocent and I'm off in here and, and, you know, it's a different demographic and it's just another world of me, man. And, um, I just, I just didn't feel good. How how did you, how did you feel that first day? How did you feel? What, what was, what was some of the, um, the visions and and your environment? How, how, how did you take that on, man? Well, wow. Uh, I felt like I was in a third world country.
1: Um, I've never been to Russia, but uh, if Russia was like that where we were in the walls, uh, that's what I felt. Uh, Besides dirtiness, uh, rats bigger than cats, um, (laughs) (laughs) rats coming through toilets, Um, it was one of those things where you didn't know which end was right, left, up, and down. I mean, it was just that gloomy, that dark, as you said. And uh, having said all that, I felt like uh, what do i need to do no doubt to come
0: and come overcome this No doubt, you know what i mean we were in the mode of survival man we're gonna make it out of this situation man absolutely so so going in i mean did you uh encounter any negative uh, like uh occurrences or experiences with 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 maybe stab the prison officers or, or or the prisoners the inmates and things of that sort when you first went in great question um yes one of the things i experienced my first time being
1: there uh I was on the phone talking to my parents and I never forget it was 1994 and I was on receiving and i making a phone call. I mean, you know, obviously my parents are worried about me and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember the, the CEO came to me with a mop bucket and told me to get off the phone and mop these floors. Why? Why I'm on the phone with my parents. So that right there was just so disrespectful. Um, and the way he ordered me, it was like, I don't care if you're on the phone, you're going to do this. So that was one of the bad things that stood out in my mind today, especially in 2020.
0: And when you say CO, man, we're talking about the correctional officers and we just, we just go ahead and hit them with CO, you know, and those officers, you got good officers and you got bad officers, but we kind of give them all the name, the the, the name of a CO, you know, CO, you know, but uh, I tell you my first experience in, in there was, was just, uh, it was terrible. I went in, you know, I had one of my, my baseball championship rings on and I was the only one that was taken to the, to the prison from our jail. Mm -hmm. And at that time, at that time, it was very, it was very, you know, racial, racial tensions were were high. This was 1990. And I tell you, I'll never forget this person telling me, uh, Gardner, you're not going to be able to keep that ring because it's a weapon. I'm taking that from you. And I'm like, and I said to myself, I said, man. I said, I told him, I said, look, you ain't taking nothing from me, not without a fight. Right, and I'm in right, shackles. Right. I'm shackled and I got leg irons on. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm, I but I'm ready to go, yeah. you know, because I, I, I'm saying I'm not just going to let you take nothing from me. And that's my mindset. I'm a fight for mine. But that was my first encounter going in. And I also want to say one of the first things that that I noticed going in was the demographics.
1: Yes, absolutely. The
0: demographics, man. I mean, yes. it was like ninety-eight percent white yes. in the prison, which is a stark contrast from most prisons yes. throughout the United yes. States. But that was—it was like ninety-eight percent, I believe, out of a thousand plus uh, prisoners, there were only like seventy-two blacks, yeah, if, if, that, many, if that many in the prison. And of course, uh, that was uh, a bit. That was a bit. Uh, uh, unsettling to a degree because I, I I didn't feel comfortable there was all these types of gangs or uh, skinhead Aryan brotherhood Absolutely the avengers you had uh different uh different types of, of numbers and 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 letters of gangs and motorcycle gangs and uh, oh my yes. goodness you know it was just uh the clan yes. of course the Klu klux klan was there yes. and that's from Absolutely. prisoners and the staff yes. but but you know this was a time when we went in man and um it was just uh it was just another level, man. So 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 how did you how did you react to that that demographic change?
1: Wow, uh I reacted negatively uh because I felt like um you know, here's these guys wearing sheets, they turned them into uniforms, and now he's coming at me in the ways and means that I can only identify that you still wearing a sheet, even though you're wearing a correctional uniform. So I began to rebel against um, the status quo because I felt that if I adhere to then I will become just like everybody else, so you know as you know uh jimmy c it, it, in a in a place like that, you try to have, find identity for yourself, yeah. you try to hold on to that identity no doubt so that was one of the things that i i felt like i had I had to fight for
0: no doubt, so i mean as far as coping you know you are in that situation man for, of course, it's a life you are you a survivor it's a life type situation man i'm i'm i'm, I'm a survive in here what was what was some of your coping methods or or mechanisms when you, when you went in there prayer um a lot of prayer a lot of prayer likewise
1: um, you know uh, likewise because you know only he the man above can you know help you no doubt and uh your pa- your parents can help you yeah they want to see you money they want to come visit you but in a, in in a dungeon like that in steel and blood and and everything else you need God in that. And that was one of my building blocks.
0: No doubt. No doubt. And we, and we always give praise to God first and foremost and, and and try to have a a relationship with God because we can't go through it on our own. I couldn't go through it on my own. And I'm just, I'm thankful that the opportunity was provided for me to get deeper in my faith and and become a a better human being. Right. And uh, I tell you, man, it's, it's, it's wonderful being able to discuss this. Here we are. Here we are what what since 1994 when you came yes. in I was in there like 92 90, 91 92 and uh, we're talking about man all those years ago we're here now in 2022 yes and talking about the walls but um I want you all to stay tuned because we're going to continue talking about the walls and give you a little bit more insight about Isaac and myself and 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 how things were at the walls yes. We'll be right back to you man y'all be cool The walls the wall. and beyond. With Jimmy C and Ice. Jimmy C and Ice. Listen, Listen to, to us Ice. and view us on YouTube, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. We are back to you with The Walls and Beyond with Jimmy C and Isaac. And uh, we're gonna share with you all a little bit about uh, Moundsville Penitentiary in Moundsville, West Virginia. Of course, uh, on this podcast, our, our intent and purpose is to give testimonies of our lifestyles at that time and how we were able to manage and go through one of the most horrific ordeals in one of the most dangerous prisons in the United States of America. And we're going to be completely transparent and just give you all all the information we can to give you that total glimpse of what we endured. So I'm going to continue on with this here. And uh, I want to tell you, we're honored, man, just to have opportunities to, to share this with you. Absolutely. So uh, so Isaac, what, what what was uh what was life like for you uh, prior to going into the walls, man? You know, we ain't got into we haven't delved into that yet. What was life like for you, man, before you went off into the walls? Uh, life like with me before going into the walls was a life filled
1: with uh, wrong choices. Um, okay. Not making the correct decisions in my life uh, Led me down a A slippery slope Which brought me to the to Moundsville um, Living a life of And listen, I was young uh, All 18, 19, 20 year olds um, Living a life of The fast lane, being as the better lane um, Drugs um, And those type of things And when you do something like that You don't recognize or realize That decision has consequences, mm-hmm. which ultimately, followed by more bad decisions, led me to Moundsville.
0: Oh, no doubt, no doubt. And, you know, of course, I was playing baseball prior to going in and things of that sort. And I just remember, man, uh, it seems like a blink of an eye. Within a blink of an eye, I was off the streets and incarcerated for 110 years with a 110-year sentence. And uh, I just knew that I had to just prepare the battle for my life. But, uh, you know, I was in a good place uh, in one in one second. And the next day I was in a bad place. But um, when I went in, you know, I, 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 I had said in my mind, God, please bless me out of this situation. Please give me the relief to come out and be able to to have my senses, my faculties, you know, just continue being a man of dignity, respect, honor you know, be on point, continue to allow me to be on point. Right. So, uh, in what ways, you know, were you influenced by, uh, your interactions and your involvements and and things of that sort in while you were in the walls? Wow. Um, a lot of interactions
1: dealing with negativity, um, dealing with a lot of people who want to keep you in the old proverbial crabs in a barrel okay, okay. <laughs> uh, nobody wanted to see you elevate um, and you know it, 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 regardless if you're in the walls or in the world you know it's like everybody is, who's, who's with you is not for you and you know and I felt like in, inside the walls it was like a lot of people was just you know want to pull you down to big themselves up okay. and negativity was everywhere
0: Yeah, I wasn't re- very trusting I, I didn't I didn't trust a whole lot of people because I didn't know a lot of people, yes. and and like I said, the dichotomy, the dichotomy of the of the institution, you know, it was it was very very different for me, and and I just kind of I kind of kept to myself. I didn't trust a lot of people. Next thing you know, I was involved in an incident that that placed me in in, in lock up for for two years, and you know, it's just some rough times. But let me ask you this: when you actually got settled into to to uh the walls. How did the old heads, and when I say old heads, it's like the individuals that have been there prior to us uh, going off into the institution. How did the old heads help you or give you some some sense of stability or or uh, just some words of encouragement? If that happened or, or not, How, did that happen?
1: Yes, it did happen. Uh, and I uh, remember it was uh, ninety four, and it was the summer of ninety four, and I kept calling home, and I kept asking my mother, and my pops, and everybody, you know all about me, you know what I mean? Because I'm going through my thing. And I walked off the phone, off the phone booth, because we had phone booths in Moundsville. And I remember an old head pulled me up and said, let me talk to your young brother. And he said, uh, have a seat, and I sat down. He said, listen, and your life right now is here. Life as you know it is right here. The next 10 years is right here. Wow. It's not out there. And the more you worry about out there, you're gonna miss what's going on in here. Mm. So you need to leave the outside world alone, alone, and you need to focus on what's in front of you. Gotcha, and that's what it was. Gotcha,
0: man. That's uh, that, that sounds like some sound advice. Uh, yes, you know, it was. I, and and I tell you, I'm not sure that I got that that type of uh. I guess uh, information from anyone because I I really wasn't receptive. I, I kind of was in a shell and I'm back out of the way. And I'm like, I don't, I don't even spoke. I'm not even supposed to be in here with you people. And, and I'm, I'm in this situation and, and and I got to fight for my life and, and and I can't let anyone get too close to me. So it was different for, uh, for our everyday walks. And, um, you know, man. Uh, right. Much props. I mean, it wasn't no blueprint to the thing, man. No. We 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 had to wing it and and and, yes. and and do it the best to the best of our abilities, yes. and by the yes. grace of God, yes. You know, we went through the, the 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 situation, and now we're home, and we and we're able to talk about it. And and this is where it's set, man. You know, it, this is this is just talking about it, man. Giving it to you all from a, a just true perspective, and 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 I just look forward to continuing to to really share this with you. We're going to go off into our next uh, segment Talking about how each of us Each one of us, Isaac and myself Got into the actual walls We're going to do that man Y'all give us a little short one then. We're going to do that man We get right back to you The Walls and Beyond With Jimmy C and Ice Jimmy C and Ice Listen to us and view us on YouTube Spotify And iHeartRadio Man, we back here with y'all, man, from the walls and beyond with yes, Jimmy yes. C and Isaac. Yes, I tell you like this, man. It seems like it was yesterday, you know. But uh, each one of us got into Moundsville on, uh, you know, from a different road, you know. And and I was in Charleston, West Virginia, when uh when crimes happened, and I was later charged. Two years later, charged, and um I went to trial and received a hundred and ten year sentence, man. I and, and that hundred and ten year sentence. You know, unfortunately, I served 27 years on that before I could prove my innocence. But uh, that's how I got into the walls. I got into the walls. I went straight from the uh, court, man. I tell you, I got sentenced and uh, it seemed like it was no time. I was I was in the walls and I was in a whole nother way of life. Um, that's how I got off into the walls, man. Isaac, how'd you get into them walls,
1: man? I got into the walls of a life of crime. I mean, there's no way else mm-hmm. to put it. Um, it is what it is. Um... When you are deprived of economics um, in the inner cities, you often do things to make yourself available to make money. Mm -hmm. And that was one of my things. Uh, Yes, I sold drugs. Um, Wrong choices. No doubt. Led to bad consequences. That's what it does. And uh, I found myself, you know, I think (laughs) the funny thing is, Everybody saw the, the movie New Jack City back in 1991. Mm-hmm. And everybody thought there was Nino Brown. Right. You know what I mean? And well, Nino Brown left me straight into the penitentiary that's to, right. Moun- to Moundsville. So uh, to Nino Brown, to fictional character, if you are out there chasing him, well, it led me to the to the uh, Moundsville. So uh, you may want to leave him alone. But that's how I got there.
0: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. You know, I mean, we 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 have lifelong stories, man. And and all of all of my life isn't about uh, peaches and creams, you know, of course I was involved in some activities, uh, in in some activities before also, you know, dealing in drugs and stuff of that sort, man coming up. And that's not something I'm proud of, but you know, it's something that uh, it happened and I was able to grow from that, you know, but I, I'm, 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 I'm I'm quick to tell people, you know, it's not how you begin. It's how you end. I tell you, it, it was, uh, it was a different time. And I, you know, I'm thankful to go through that time because, you know, when you, sh- when you have individuals that show you respect and you show them respect also, you know, things can go a long way. And I'm just mm-hmm. fortunate to, to be able to, to have went through that working out with guys uh, that had different ideologies and principles than I do. But uh, in the future, we're going to provide you all with more content and information, man. Yes. This has been a, a wonderful episode. This is our first episode, you know, uh, The Walls and Beyond with Jimmy C and Isaac. So this concludes our segment of The Walls and Beyond with Jimmy C. and Isaac. This has been a, a, a pleasure for us to have you all tune in to this first episode. And we encourage you all to please come back and listen to us again in the future. You can, also, you can actually listen to us and view us on YouTube, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. This has been a wonderful opportunity, wonderful day. This has been Episode 1, The Walls and Beyond with Jimmy C. and Isaac. Thank you all for tuning in. Peace! The Walls and Beyond With Jimmy C and Ice Jimmy C and Ice Listen Listen to us and view us on YouTube, Spotify, and iHeartRadio